Krakoa Radio presents. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by my lovely co-host. My name is Josh, and I'm the loveliest of all lovely co-hosts. My brother, what's going on? What's going on is that we are playing catch-up after a little bit of a break previously. We caught up on some books last episode, and this episode, we are catching up on Wolverine and Excalibur. Yep. So I have three issues of Wolverine, issues 17, 18, and 19, and then we are covering the beginning of the X-Lives of Wolverine and Sabretooth number one. What are you covering? Um, I'm <laughs> Well, I got good news for me and the listeners. I'm covering, uh, I forget the number now. Uh, one second, please. Uh, Excalibur issue 26. Yep, then it's done. Bye-bye, Excalibur. <laughs> I thought you had like three in the can no, ready to go. It just stopped. It just stopped oh. at 26. Like, I'm like, well, oh, re- I don't think I realized that. But I did um I did read both X Lives, both one and two of X Lives and one and two of X Deaths. So I could fill you in on that and spoil oh, the wait, wait. So you read two issues of both of them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Listeners, I've only read X Lives mm-hmm. number one because I didn't realize it was a weekly until the end of this issue. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'll do then? So, okay, here's what we'll do. We're figuring this out on the fly and I'm going to keep this all in. I'm telling Go you for right it. now. Um, so since I only had the one book of Excalibur and I don't, I don't want to, that's fucking annoying. I don't want to, um, <laughs> I don't want to uh, spoil X Lives and X Deaths. I will cover new mutants number 23 as well because okay. that is the end of the shadow king story all right cool so we'll do that well actually before we start any x-men news recently i know we have a few books come out this month we have secret x-men secret x-men out. just came out i haven't read it yet i've never um, read that either what else and because it felt like a secret to me because i didn't know it was coming out until like yeah it kind of snuck up on me on, as well like i heard about it coming out but then i then it was I, out <laughs> yeah it can't Comixology is like being merged into Amazon right now, and it really fucking sucks. Uh, so uh, I might been be like go- semi merged for a while. Yeah, I know, and it was okay because like Comixology was still a lot like it was before, mm-hmm. but like now, like they don't have shit. Like it's really hard to start subscribing to shit because they don't have it like listed anywhere yet. Regardless of the fact that like it comes out in like a week, <laughs> like what's going like so then I forget to pre-order so all this is to say i might be going back to fucking floppies man floppies <laughs> that's fair you have a store next to your house don't you yeah i know i got a I got a pretty dope store in, in my area so still I gotta give just... me a visual tour of that one yeah no when i when i still gotta get back there i haven't i haven't had a chance to get back there yet all right so all let's right. start off with wolverine 17 so right, this was kind of a roller coaster ride of wolverine issues in the sense of actually it's it kind of encapsulates how we feel about wolverine where it's like that's okay that's good that's crap these three issues did that okay so issue 17 i'll say right at the bat i thought it was okay it was a lot of setup so it's still still percy right yes yeah 
So we open up with, uh, if you guys remember who we call the dude, and he's also named Jeff, which I'm sure is a reference. Um, the FBI agent or CIA agent, I forgot which one he is. I thought he was dead. No, he's alive. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so him and, him and Wolverine like to just have beers in his backyard all the time. That's a thing. Did they resurrect him? No. Didn't he, he never die died. at one point? I think he faked his death once. Is that what it was? Okay. And they, to trick the pale lady. Oh, 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 oh. Yep, 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 yep. Now I yeah. remember. You're too far from your mic, I think. Now I remember. Sorry, He's dear good. listeners. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> um, so we op- most of the book is actually him. And he's watching the lady at the X desk. The one in the wheelchair. Dolores. Yes. Dolores and he's and watching brown eyes. And she's trying, he's trying to figure out kind of what her game is, what her angle is. And he's actually kind of looking out for the mutants. Like he now is, he considers Wolverine a friend. They legit hang out once a week and just bullshit. Like he describes Damn, it. Once, he gets once shit. a week with. Yeah. Damn. Scott doesn't even get once a week with Logan. <laughs> There's a Krakoan gate in his backyard and they just have beers and talk. Oh, for real? Him. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. I do remember that now. I remember that now. So while he's Jeff is waiting to see this lady, he finds something under the table and it looks like Krakoan like weeds kind of thing, but he's not like sure her, exactly. Like Krakoan weed or like weeds? <laughs> Weeds like the like the the I know I know I'm plant just life, whatever. I'm so just being a dummy. He grabs it and leaves the diner, and we cut to Kokoa, where apparently it's karaoke night. We have Blob with his weird mustache singing. We have, of course, Pyro singing. We didn't start the fire. Of course, Blob Blob is living his best fucking seventies life. Yeah. You know, like he's he's just going for it. I God bless him. Now, while this is happening, Domino's telling Wolverine about an X Force mission. They have to kill random guys for whatever reason because X Force. He's like, sure, anything other than listening to assholes sing. And he looks at the stage, and who pops up? The guy he just saved, Maverick, is now singing on the stage. And he's like, what's this guy doing here? He told me he didn't want anything to do with this place. Right? And now yeah. he's here. So he's like, hey, Maverick, you're a good killer. Want to come kill? <laughs> like, you want to do your thing? And he's like, do you have any rules against killing or some bullshit like that? Like, no, 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 we're X-Force. We literally do what we want. He's like, perfect. We cut back to um, Jeff's office that he works at. And we see that like everyone in this building, it's like a secret CIA building. Like everyone yeah. has a gun. Everyone's ready to fight if they have to. But everyone mainly does clerical work there. And that's what he does too. And he takes the Krakoan plant he found. And there's like a little bug, like a, like a listening device bug inside it so he puts it in the system he's trying to listen to it and realizes it's big shit it's like actually really top secret level krakoan stuff we as a reader don't know exactly what it was but like he's telling his boss in the x desk like this is really big so now someone knows about it we cut back to wolverine with domino and maverick they're on a boat i don't even remember why but they're killing these bad guys whatever they go it. through all of them. They beat the bad guys. <clears throat> we cut back to Jeff in the office. He left to get some food for everyone. It comes back. Everyone in the office is dead. Jeff went to go get fucking food like a fucking champ. And that's when they struck. That seems a little suspicious, but go on. Yeah. So he kept the, the bug in his pocket. He didn't leave it at the office. Jeff so he runs back. Smart. He gets his kid out of the house. They get a yeah, motel. True. He goes to the vending machine outside and someone picks up his quarter that he dropped. It's Maverick. Damn. 
and then it ends. Damn. So again, this wasn't the worst issue. No, there's some, some suspense there. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. shit, is Maverick so there I to give kill it three him? X's. All right, three X's. Three X's, right? Three X's. Now right. we get to issue 18, which honestly might be my favorite issue of this whole run. Whoa. Which, you know, saying you know, a, a low bar to clear, but all right. I'm, I'm here's a one funny aspect of all this. All three issues have different art. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like not like similar, like jarringly different art. <laughs> I don't know what kind of laugh that was, but that was that's pretty fucking that's ridiculous. Marvel yeah. doesn't even try anymore. It feels like I'll, I'm not gonna get into the art, my art problem lately with modern comics, but whatever. So this issue, actually, I like the art the most in this one. Gonna sound like a couple old modern comics and their art these days. By uh, Paco Diaz is the artist on this one. Did a really are you, good job. I like it. Are you mad that there's just not a lot of like pouches anymore, old man? Or like what? No, honestly, because uh, I read a lot of indie stuff too in the Power Ranger comics, and there's like a weird a lot of indie stuff. stuff, like the Power Ranger. No, no, I so said the Power Ranger uh, indie stuff and the Power Ranger. Oh, okay, stuff, okay, yeah. okay. Which is technically indie. It's in Boom Studios. I know, but still, it's a fucking, <laughs> it's a. But I've noticed a trend that a lot of them are getting Italian artists and European artists because they're cheaper, but the art for me is not as clean. So, like sometimes you don't know what the fuck's going on. And so I'm like, sorry. Wait. So, when did this become? So you're anti-Italian. That's what I'm here. Like, <laughs> you're coming at me. I'm just sitting here. I'm listening to you tell your little fucking stories about Logan and whatnot. And then you're just gonna be like, "All right, listen here." You. Boop. I was like, Jesus, man, you can't say that. <laughs> I but think European art style for comics is not as clean. And for me, like certain books, I can't focus on what's happening in the story because I don't even know what I'm looking at on the fucking page. So let's say there's like an explosion or there's smoke in the area. Like it covers everything because they're trying to be artsy. And I'm like, just give me clean art. <laughs> like that's what I want to be able to look at. Anyway, Damn. so that's new issue. xenophobic nonsense. But wow, yeah. <laughs> we have Maverick and Jeff talking. Jeff doesn't know who Maverick is, of course. He thinks it's some random guy being kind of weird. Does anyone really know who Maverick is? You that's know? fair. A man of um, mystery. Then Jeff opens the door, sees someone in there, pulls a gun out. It's Logan. And he's like, dude, I'm a shot. And he's like, well, it wouldn't have done anything. So he's like, I went to your house. <laughs> I went to your house and the light was on and you weren't there. So I tracked you guys. And of course, immediately a grenade is thrown into the hotel room. Wolverine jumps on top of it. He sees Maverick with all his other security guys. And he's like, so you betrayed us? And he's like, yeah. And he's been leaving. All of these bugs are his. He's been he's the mole inside Krakoa. Oh, Maverick is? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they try and, you know, kill Wolverine. They're attacking all his guards. Wolverine kills all the guards. Really, really cool action. I'll say this much. Like, there's a whole chase scene on a truck. So Jeff's driving the truck and Wolverine's on top of it fighting a bunch of bad guys. And he's trying to get in front of the truck because he's telling Jeff to drive the truck through a Krakowin gate. Is his name really Jeff? Like Jeff yeah, Bridges? It is. Like the dude? Yeah. So Wolverine's in front of the truck. They go through a Cohen gate. They get through. They're safe. And he's like, you guys stay here. I'm going to take care of shit. Uh, He shows Forge the bug. And he's like, is this one of your technologies? Like, it is. But, like, it wasn't meant for other people. And then Wolverine gives him shit saying, like, Forge, you're a genius. But, like, stop making shit like this. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, Forge? Forge never learns a lesson. Forge is like, oh, no, I made this incredibly destructive technology. Why (laughs) did it get in the wrong hands? Because you're fucking careless. But I mean, but Forge is living his best life right now, for real, though. Oh, absolutely. 
Um, so Jeff's daughter, who's been there with him the whole time, also is having a great time with a bunch of mutant kids. They see her and they're like, You want to play ball? And it's like a squid girl and a bird boy and all this shit. And she's like, Yeah, sure, why not? You see so that then children have no racism built into them. This is true. So now they know that Maverick's uh, is a plant, he's there. He doesn't give a shit about mutants. He basically says, like, I'm he's like, there's no one like me. I'm Maverick. So like when he freed his mind in the one Maverick's issue. Power is. I don't know. Is it just healing too? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Um, but remember the uh, issue I told you about where there was an auction and Maverick was like one well, of the auction, the people who was gonna be auctioned off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's working with that guy of his own free will. Oh shit. Long yeah. con. Yeah. Oh, damn. So Jeff thinks it's the ex-desk lady. So he meets up with her at a diner, at the same diner. And she's like, listen, I know I do shady shit, but like, I wouldn't endanger you and your child. I wouldn't kill our own people. And then she is shot in the shoulder by Maverick. And again, a really good splash page. I'll put it in front of you. so You can get a view. Wow, that's pretty good art for a dirty fucking Italian. This is the one not by Italian. Uh, so oh, that, make, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> um, so naturally, Wolverine's like, I'm going to go chase the killer. So he's after the sniper. And then Maverick comes in the room. And he's like, give me the bug that I left there to get this information. We don't know what the information is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'll let you live. Best deal you're going to get. So Maverick, uh, Jeff gives Maverick the, uh, the bug. He's trying to save the ex-Des lady. Dolores. Ex-desk. Um, there's actually a really fucking cool scene where Wolverine finds a sniper guy and uh he's like, because the guy was named the merchant, the guy who runs the auction. Okay. And he sees a sniper and he's like, Yeah, I have a message for the merchant. Keep your fingers off Krakoa. As he cuts the fingers off the sniper. Oh like, damn. Oh, that's crazy looking. Listeners, I'm looking at really some art. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some art of a man getting his, the tips of his fingers cut right the fuck off. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Um, and then we cut to that's got Maverick suck. going to the merchant who has all like a whole room full of different superhero memorabilia, not just X-Men. He has like Wonder Man's original jacket and just a, a vulture's wings and a bunch of shit. Cool. And he's like, okay, do you have the device? Do you have what I need? A true believer, if you will. Exactly. And he's like, yep, here's the bug. Let's find out what's on it. And then it cuts back to Jeff and Wolverine on the beach and Krakoa laughing. Cuts back to Maverick. They press the button. They just delete everything and put giant cash songs on there. Nice. So now the merchant's pissed off. Everyone's pointing guns at everyone in the room. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing we see of Maverick is maybe we can work out a new kind of deal. So we don't know what they're talking about, and the book ends. All right, that's that's a that's a clever, fun little end. Four and a half X's. Nice, nice. I mean, grading uh, on a curve because that's a pretty cliche fucking ending, but you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But it just was a good one issue. Like, it was just mm-hmm. good. Really liked it. It good. felt like Wolverine. I like the the connection he has with this human guy who's yeah. just like I Jeff. Like got you. time to breathe in the story. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's good. So I like that one. So we had the okay. We had the good. All right. Now it's time for a book. Okay. Issue 19. Uh, I'll show you the cover. 
I don't even know what the big, fuck's going on it's here. It's a big plant whale attacking Wolverine underwater. Oh, this is going to be stupid as fuck. It really is. I thought this issue was a dream, and it, maybe it was. But you essentially, I don't know. Like <laughs> Wolverine finds like a, a dead a dead goat, I think it is, or a cow, whatever. But it's covered in like There's weird a vegetation. pretty big difference between a goat and a cow. All right, I'll show you the picture. All right, let's see if I can figure it out. Listeners, let's see what these people are doing. Hold it steady. Hold it steady now. Uh, that looks like a deer. Those aren't antlers. Those are ears. Oh, okay. Then that, that's a cow then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a cow. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's too big to be a goat. Is... Yeah, it's too big to be a goat. Um, this was and... important. The listeners needed that. <laughs> and... Um... Actually, I think it's a made-up Krakoan animal because now I have a different picture and it has like four eyes. God so, damn you, Krakoa. Doesn't matter. So they're finding dead people and weird vegetative animals on there and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Cut to Wolverine on a boat and then it becomes like a weird Moby Dick story. Like, it becomes introspective and he's talking about, Wolverine's talking about how he actually wants to die and maybe this is his time and then he's fighting this creature and he's on this boat, and like I just got bored reading it. I started skimming it, honestly. Like it's trying to be high concept and introspective, but I think it's failing. And then it's also trying to be Moby Dick for some reason, but also failing because there's easier ways to kill a wild whale than Wolverine. <laughs> Does the, the book doesn't open with a "Call Me Logan"? What? The book doesn't open with like "Call Me Logan"? No. So then we have, here's a wide shot of the whale for you, splash page. Wow, that's a hell of a whale. Yeah. That's a whale of a tail. <sighs> anyway, um, so what we're trying to catch, he's fighting all the tentacle pieces. He can't do it. He decides to put on one of those Krakoan submarine, uh, uh, diving oh, yeah, suits. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he uses that to go under and try and fight it again. Doesn't win. It eats his arm, kind of. He gets more introspective for some reason. And he's having a whale of a time with this one, huh? Yeah, keep going. Sure. He cuts <laughs> his way out of the whale and assumingly kills it. And that was it. He gets to the beach and he's like, this is my life. Fucking Jonah over there. Just what the fuck, man? It's <laughs> fucking, that's it. One X. Terrible. It was waste. <laughs> It was probably them padding time for the X Lives book. Yeah, but what but a like, waste! What a waste! They just of don't do time. the issue. What a waste of time in like what five dollars? Yeah. So yeah. that's a thing. Yikes. So those are the three main Wolverine books. Now let's now. get to something I actually do want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? The X Lives of Wolverine. Okay. Number one. Let's talk about the X Lives. This book. I haven't intentionally because I haven't cared about the main book. I have not looked into what the premise was really. So when Nor I did I. Book, I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised. So let's talk about it. Do it. I the only thing I didn't like in this book is the opening page because it's very much like kind of melodramatic. You know, a broken watch is a lie because or a, a digital watch is a lie. A broken clock, you can see everything all the time. I'm like, Wolver, shut the fuck up. Like, Whoop. just shut up. It's in moments like this that I'm like, Wolverine, you're the fucking worst, man. Yeah, like, it, it felt weird and awful. Like, he's lived for, like, what do he say, like, a couple centuries or, like, a century or whatever he was like. 
and he still is he's still a brooding teenager like what the fuck man grow up logan it's weird and i don't know when this exact oh no i do know his moment takes place it's before because spoiler later in the book i guess they give him back all his memories completely i'm assuming um not i don't think on purpose um it's gonna be hard because i'm like ahead of you so like that's true okay i'm, I'm gonna be I'll, kind of like, i'll be the one mainly talking about this all right i'm gonna be careful because like last time we did this i really fucked up and was like just jumping way ahead so. <laughs> all right so wolverine and um xavier are talking don't really know why yet we cut to the past where someone's trying to kill this baby and for me as a reader i assumed this was some kind of wolverine goes in the past to save himself that's my initial thought. And then we have a man, an older man, who kind of looks like Omega Red. He has weird bony tentacles. He has an Omega symbol on his head. He's all pale. Cut to the present. Omega Red knock, knocking out gold balls and using his eye to scan away into like a storage room. And he wants to find out exactly what's really going on. And he does. And we get to a very interesting page about what they delete from his memory and what they keep and what they do and don't keep in his body. And yep. I love this page. It's one of my favorite data pages in a while, actually. Yeah. Just because the five are like, hey, this, this is isn't tough. cool to fuck with memories without permission. This is a right for every Krakoan. Didn't he ask for amnesty? So shouldn't we respect him? Why are we doing this? This is a red flag. This is not good. Beast, your job is to cook what we order. You've received our order. Now cook. Very sincerely yours, Beast. <laughs> like, what a... He is such a fucking cunt. Jesus Christ. He, is. he absolutely is. God almighty. And that's like consistent in all these books. <laughs> that is it. That is the one thing Benjamin Percy is consistently good at is making Beast just a total irredeemable dick. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, so then we have cut back to the baby being. But I born. do like real quick though, I do like that we're because that happened in X-Force like yeah. a long time ago yep. where they put that tracker in him and whatnot like that was way back in the vampire story shit like yep. i like that like this is a payoff to that story and like at the same time like i hated that story but i'm kind of enjoying the payoff like well that's the benefit of having the same consistent writer on two yes. books yeah so anyway continue so we have one baby being born, and this is where I was confused because we have Cassandra being born. And I'm like, does Wolverine have a secret sister we don't know about? <laughs> like, I totally forgot about Cassandra Nova, mainly because no, she keep... wasn't born. Hold on a second. I just, I, in case I'm spoiling something, don't they keep, they call the old guy Xavier, don't they? No, they no, no. They use the last name Xavier. Yeah, so Charles like, Xavier, yeah. yeah, so yeah, exactly. So when I was hearing Xavier and then I saw Cassandra, I kind of like, I was like, it was like, oh, I see what's happening here. I guess I missed that. Like, uh, I don't know if they called him Xavier right away. May, okay, maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm I don't but, think they like, did. for some reason, I did just early on was like, oh, yeah, that's baby Charles. Yeah, so I didn't catch that yet. And oh, yeah, it was here. Fighting. She says, the, the nurse says to, to the wife, it's almost time, Mrs. Xavier. I mean, I missed or something. Yeah. yeah but when they got to Cassandra, I was like, huh? Cassandra? That's weird. And then we see Wolverine fighting, which later I noticed, oh, yeah, these are bone claws, not metal claws. Which, again, um, a really great 
kind of page this one where yeah, Wolverine first pops the claws and the blood's coming out like that was actually yeah. a really really good page this is the um, guy who did the art on x-force that like was the only thing we liked about x-force yeah <laughs> so wolverine's fighting and then the entity of omega red just leaves and i'm like okay this is like a weird omega red spirit that's traveling through people's body he traveled into the xavier family's butler i guess and again another really good shot of after Xavier's dad shoots the butler like this weird graphic bloody shot that mm-hmm. I really like and then we have the spirit jump into I guess like another maid maybe mm-hmm. um, and I love how his reflection shows a, the real Omega Red yeah that's a really really cool touch like this mm-hmm. is easily the best story that Benjamin Percy has written in this universe right now I really feel I'm with you on this so fighting is to continue it seems like whoever he possesses their bones become the tentacles i guess yeah which is also fucking isn't that imagery. isn't that fucking like but also like then like when he leaves they're okay like wouldn't their bone like have yeah something not good so wolverine busts in and then we cut back to um to gene and xavier putting one of the helmets on wolverine and then i'm like Oh, it's the movie version of Days of Future Past. Yep. <laughs> so from my point of view, I don't know what Josh has read yet. From my point of view, this was him getting all his memories back, like all at once. No. And then it cuts Not- back. And that's why I'm like, oh, shit, this is all a thing. This is Xavier. What the fuck? And Charles is born. And then we cut back to Russia where Omega Red has gone back to the motherland and this is where my head's like oh yeah because the dude has a sword so something's happening with time with that sense okay this makes a little more sense now he's got the cerebro uh, sword which yeah you know, has all the mutant which has, has all the mutant powers. It, it has all the mutant memories stored in it yeah so then we have that we have this was a rasputin guy mikhail rasputin yes yes is it he's the father of colossus right brother He's the th- he's the other brother, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and again, like the whole time reading this, like the art is just killing it. Like, it's really, so really nice. And then we have a data page about New Russia and how it's split up into two for humans and mutants, apparently. Yeah, weird. Which I don't have we been told that yet? I if if it ha- if it happened, it happened in X Force, and I stopped reading. Yeah. So we have <laughs> we have baby Xavier dropped as a baby. <laughs> which explains so much <laughs> kind of honestly yeah um then the fight continue wolverine doesn't want to kill this innocent woman she's just being possessed essentially yes but then he ducks out of the way she dies he saved baby charles and then he's just quantum leaped into another part of his life essentially where he's part of x-force or not x-force weapon x and he's told by gene that 25 miles in our direction you need to go save Xavier. And that's how the first issue of the Dude, X you put this You put this perfectly. This is this is quantum leap. Yeah, it is. That's what look, as somebody who's read issue two and has like uh, an, a better idea of what's going on, this is quant this is Logan in Quantum Leap. Yeah, I'm I'm totally here for that. that it is sense. pretty good. It is. I gave it four X's. Yeah, I give this four X's. I absolutely loved it. It was great. It, it surprised me what the premise was so far. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. I'm digging it. So you don't know what the premise of X Deaths is? No. Dude. 
it is i you i can't wait for you to read it man all right i'm excited we'll definitely so it is the whatever's happening in this story so far i am i almost texted you earlier was like i don't i don't know if i love or hate this series and then i finished the second issue of x deaths and i was like you fucking bastards you got me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's good like i'm real excited for for this nice i'm i'm i mean we're both excited for a wolverine story look at can that. you believe it can you even believe it yes and on top of that we have another book Sabretooth number one that you're about to cover that which, also pleasantly surprised me which i'm gonna cover it as though i <laughs> uh i think this eventually will tie in with the x lives uh, okay. thing so i'm gonna like <laughs> i'm think? not gonna i'm not gonna speculate on any of that because All you right. haven't read it yet so i'm just gonna cover the the book itself mm-hmm. so the book opens and then from a creed standpoint from saber standpoint and he's just like this inner monologue as he's being sentenced we go back to that time where he's being sentenced to the pit and he's fucking like talking shit about xavier and magneto and, he, and then he calls apocalypse fucking purple thunder which honestly why haven't we been hearing that more often in life <laughs> he caught like i like that like creed is so like such like an just he's such a i forget how much i kind of do like saber tooth as a bad guy like not like not in like the rooting for him bad guy but like as in a just you are a true horror horror villain well, there's something to be said about lately in the Marvel movies, <clears throat> every villain has a sympathetic reason why they're a villain, which is yeah. good to have deep characters. But every once in a while, it's good to have someone who's bad and their reasoning is because I like being bad. Because I'm a fucking monster and I like yeah. it. Sometimes <laughs> like, it's really fun to be like, oh no, it, you're just a shit human being yeah. or a monster because you choose to be and that's it. And, and that's it. And I love it. And so like... I, I like that he's just like sitting there like just talking shit to the last his last breath and then we see as he's being pulled into the pit he says I'll be back before you even notice don't worry about me and then we get a data page that confused me at first until like I read the um the uh little tags at the bottom to show like where like it was Sabretooth's thoughts because yeah. I was like wow Sabretooth's thoughts are pretty like analytical <laughs> yeah he's oddly deep like when they're doing the monologue i was like this is how he talks in his head like you kind of imagine it'd be like, <laughs> like yeah right like but he's like how will i like as soon as it was like how will i escape i'm like damn this really is just saber tooth to saber tooth like he's just having this conversation in his brain and, and so i do like that part where he was just like magneto's judging me this is yeah this the is nerve of this dude yeah and so then we cut to the title page and then after that you get like this jarring moment of like a saber tooth just sitting on the side of a, a mountain in the snow saying told you and he's just going through the forest ripping the face off fucking grizzly bears yeah like, just talking exactly like what you we were just saying talking about like i know who i am i'm a fucking killer yeah. he's like I don't give a fuck about this, that, or the other. Most people want to hide from who they really are. Bitch, I know who Victor Creed is, <laughs> and I love him. Okay, I don't know if you know the answer to this yet, but is this whole scene 
still in the pit in his brain or did he really escape no this is in the pit this is i was a little confused by that okay yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. this is fantasy running wild basically yes. Okay. yes and so he is to that point he's confronted by basically uh, the x-men like the x-men that most people know you know what i mean like yeah. you got gene gray storm wolverine cyclops and, and nightcrawler and he like single like handily fights them and kills them all by ripping again ripping the <laughs> face off of cyclops <laughs> and so his like fucking laser beams just kill everybody and then like <laughs> this is when i was like oh wow this is really weird because at first you're like not thinking anything about it because you're like, oh shit, he's got the upper hand, but like they can obviously be resurrected, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? And then like Nightcrawler's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to send you to hell. I'm like, that's not how Nightcrawler talks. That's what I was and thinking then, too. Yeah. And then like <laughs> then Victor just like eats his head off <laughs> and, and then just like takes a nap because he's full and like oh no that's not what he does he like sits down because nightcrawler had tried to bamf to rip his heart out and like that's when he was able to kill nightcrawler i so took then, it as he also ate him because they, they had that sound effect when he looks at his body and yeah. then he pulls out the arm from his chest yes and then yeah because the arm is no longer attached to nightcrawler so yeah. so yeah then he pulls out the arm which was inside of him also taking out his heart which you know should tell you a little bit right there and yeah. then Boom, cut to another scene. Now he's in a normal prison, like interrogation room. Uh, Doug Ramsey comes in, calling himself the DA with a briefcase that's basic, just just Warlock. Just Warlock, as a <laughs> just Warlock as a briefcase. And so Victor's like, oh, you must have brought me back here when I was recovering, you bunch of jerks. You don't know nothing. And Doug explains to him eventually after... Victor attacks him and cuts Doug's head off. And then Doug's severed talking head explains to Victor Creed. First of all, this is both simultaneously exactly what I thought a saber tooth book would be and nothing at all like what I thought a saber tooth yeah, book would be. Absolutely. And so his whole book. Yeah. His whole book. And so um Doug explains to him, he's like, This is all in your head, man. Like you're just fantasizing about this because Krakoa is letting you. Like Krakoa is, is feels bad for you right now and is letting you have these fantasies because if you remember what did Charles say your actual punishment was which was to be locked in the pit not dying but being fully aware of where you are so Krakoa's like mercy to you is letting you not have any fucking clue what's happening to your body right now yeah because Krakoa but, feels like that's a little harsh yes exactly which i agree like, it is like if you know what's happening when you're just stuck there for eternity that that's mm -hmm. hell you're just in hell and now it's gonna but become hell they make him sign they basically make him sign this like treaty if you will to like just give up and let that like we're, we'll let you keep this if you what is the deal though like what is the deal they give him i can't we don't that. really know the exact deal and i feel like is he that, doesn't really know oh shit that, i'm sorry yeah 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 my bad this, this so some of my theory moving forward yeah yeah gotcha gotcha because okay. all we see is doug and saber from the tree yeah. and then like it's a long paper yeah so like that's something happens in the next book Okay. That like I read first, and then I read Sabretooth. And you're like, that so I was like, sense. oh, I wonder if 
Like, I, it, you don't know for sure, but I was like, I wonder if, you know what I mean? Okay. And so basically he makes this deal to do what Xavier wants of him. And in return, he gets to live in his fantasy world and have no idea of the hell. The the absolute, like, what an absolute awful punishment. Like, I, I get it, Sabretooth, but like, it is truly a cruel and unusual punishment that yeah. they give Sabretooth. Yeah. For anyone, because like they don't want like we'll get into it in this data page, but like they don't want to have prisons on Krakoa. But we won't yeah. put you in a pit where you have yeah. nothing. But except for you, Sabretooth, you stay in here. <laughs> like well, that's like for anyone, like because we know and also I was thinking about this, like how come um Orphan Maker and Nanny aren't down there? Uh oh, because I this I think one, this he was the first one, so this took place when it happened. Um, and then and then two, the rest of this book is just in his mind. <laughs> Like, yes, but then we have characters who fall in. I know. You think that's in his mind too? Okay. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I like. That's why I'm like, I think this is simultaneously exactly what a Sabretooth book should be. And then nothing at all. Like, because like it's psycho fucking delic. Yeah. And physically brutal at the same time. It's fucking wild. Well, the page where he first starts living out his fantasies is really cool callbacks because like Sabretooth originally was an Iron Fist villain yeah like he just that's great yeah he just works his way back through like everyone he's ever had a feud with there's actually a toy coming out soon it represents Sabretooth from the issues of iron fist so it's like a skinny toy whoa yeah i'll send you a link soon it's like it's a skinnier toy it doesn't look like this it doesn't look like this Sabretooth. yeah no i remember when he was like real lean before they made him like super feral and crazy um so yeah, so exactly. So he rips the arms off of Iron Fist. He murders every other like dog-like X-Men character for for thinking that they were a bigger dog than him. Yep. Uh, then he's uh, he works his way through all of his villains, and he's sitting there contemplating, basically trying to kill himself. When he decides, wait, what could I have been if I chose to be something else? And he ends up having this like mental meeting with like a refined version of himself, the current version of himself and him as yeah. a child. And they all just like were like, oh, man, wasn't that fun? Oh, killing all those people. You know who really made a racket? Banshee. And then they all start laughing. And like all while this is taking place, a cat is watching from like this is taking place in like a basement scene. And there's a cat watching from the side that I don't really know that represents something what that represents yet but i and i'm i don't even know where to start getting theories you know what i mean Mm. um and so basically what happens is they're like wow this is in my brain like i'm in complete control so why don't i just fucking i'm gonna have to stop because i can't look at both yeah yeah (laughs) oh shit Oh wow, that's crazy looking. All right, listeners, All right. he just sent me the the photo of the uh Marvel Legends Sabretooth one. All right. So it's coming soon. Coming soon. So he comes to this con- he comes to this conclusion with the other versions of himself in his brain that like since this is all in my head, what could I be? What are the full possibilities of what I can do in this like fantasy realm where i'm like king like this basically the astral plane i'm in charge here like i can do whatever i want i love the shot on his close up on his eyes of like i could be a god like that look in his eyes 
And then next thing you know, we go through this story where he's going on about how he became basically the king. And after he's done being King Creed, then he goes on to lead the Star Jammers, which I thought was pretty fucking awesome. Awesome. And then at some point we cut to uh, Krakoa, not the pit, not Sabretooth's mind. And uh, Banji's having some conversation with like Krakoa because he's making Krakoan roots look like him. And he's basically talking to himself. Isn't and then Black Tom? Yeah, oh yeah, Black Tom. Sorry, I said Banshee. Yeah, Black Tom. His um, brother. Yeah, I'm not, not all Irish people look alike. I think he's, first of all, they're Scottish. And I think, no, they are Irish. <laughs> are they? No, they're Irish. No, they're Irish. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. It was more, I was getting more of mixed up. I was getting more <laughs> in there. Um, anyway, they're not brothers. I think they're cousins. But <laughs> anyway, the Krakoan roots then take shape of uh, Sabretooth, but Sabretooth shape like the version of himself he was just seeing in his brain, not the version yeah, we know. manifesting awesome. everywhere. Yeah, like, so something's happening there. Then a bunch of people see a ghost version of Sabretooth, but all these ghost versions of Sabretooth, again, look like what Sabretooth is imagining himself mm. to look like, not how he his body truly exists on this plane. And then we cut to another scene of him just like he becomes like the ruler of hell, basically. He's turned oh, his entire the splash page. Such Very a metal page. He's got like he's just murdering all the X-Men. And like he's dragged them into hell where they're just constantly being tortured and murdered. And he's sitting on this like throne when like from the sky cracks and it says for the first time something Sabretooth couldn't control. He hadn't, it just appeared to him. And these like five Krakoan residents who I don't, I don't know any of them. If, do you know, know any of these? One of them. That's what I want to talk about when you're done. Yeah. So just five people, I don't know what the significance of them are, but they are pulled into Sabretooth's fantasy world, which takes place in his brain deep inside of Krakoa. And he's basically like, oh shit. Real people are here. Welcome to hell. I'm going to fucking torture you. <laughs> yes. So and that's where it ends. And I gave it four fucking X's and was like, where is this psychedelic book going? Yo. Also, I gave it four and a half X's because I had no expectations. And yeah. Right. Well, exceeded them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true, too. I did have zero expectations for this book, but. Like, I did not think I'd read this and go, yeah, I'm going to get issue two. Like, I am. Yeah. I, I think it's a mini, too. I'm almost positive it's like a Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's issue. a limit, which is perfect. Just yeah. fucking perfect. And, so, if it, and if it keeps this up and sticks a landing, I might get the fucking trade. Because yeah. I'm already like, you are doing something so crazy and new with Sabretooth. Yeah. Like, a traditionally kind of boring character. A one-note character. You'd a one-note character. You've given him a second note, and it's a wild-ass note, and I am very intrigued. <laughs> um, so I know one of the characters, the black woman, Oye. Oh, yeah, it, it did sound, it did look familiar, but I don't know why. Really. So do you remember when Hope actually brought back mutants and she had a group of five mutants? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the five. Okay. Where I got confused 
in that book, at least back then during like the Jason Aaron run of Wolverine, the X-Men and schism uh-huh. and that timeline, she was one of the kindest souls. So I see no reason why she would be put in the pit. Like, I don't imagine anything. No, that's done. what I'm saying. I, they didn't, they aren't, they one. I'm not sure if they are physically in the pit. Like I, I think this is like in the astral plane inside Sabretooth's brain that somehow gotten they're investigating, maybe. No, I think they I think they've been sucked in. Like I don't think oh, they had any. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like I okay. think they like I think Sabretooth has become so mentally powerful right now that and merged with Krakoa that like he's it pulling people into his nightmare. He's very good. Yes, Freddy Krueger in the Yes, exactly. It's a Freddy Krueger story, and Sabretooth is fucking Freddy Krueger and fucking Lucifer. Nice, yeah, right. Like that's That's what. Like if that's what this turns out to actually be doing, I am like, what the shit? That is fucking awesome. That's cool. All right, yeah, nice. All right, so I think we run ran a little long. So I think I'll instead of New Mutants, I'll just um I'll just cover Excalibur real quick because it fucking go for it is over. So um. I had no idea until like the other day when I was looking at my current subscription list that there is no like scheduled release for another Excalibur book. And usually that means it's been canceled. So like I kind of looked it up and yeah, there's been no solicitations for this book in the last couple of months, but no official cancellation. And then it made sense to me when I read Excalibur 26. <laughs> so when we left regale me i i shall my friend so when we left uh betsy and saturnine they were adrift in the sea of sorrows they had been pulled into this other reality realm and saturnine was about to tell betsy this story about when she's been here before issue 26 opens with merlin uh that's that pronounced that very very strangely didn't i merlin yeah merlin not merlin merlin <laughs> um Merlin, he's on, the, he's on the, the throne. He's on the Citadel throne. And basically like, this isn't enough. I want these fucking mutants out of here. I want Avalon back. I want it all. Let's go fucking murder these mutants. And so the, the mutants like quickly like re, like gain back at Avalon because it's the only place they have control over. When out of nowhere, Betsy and Saturnine just come lashing back into this reality and they're like oh shit you're back that's awesome what happened and then they just tell what i thought was about to be like an epic story they just quickly like sum up in like a couple pages what just happened to them (laughs) and basically saturnine when the map maker do you remember that that's like the when all like when all realities were like melding together and shit, like Saturnine, I think it was during what was that last one where the um, I thought Secret Wars. Yeah, I think it might have been around that time. Oh, Matt that, Maker! I know what a Matt. I know what a Matt Maker is from the Hickman story. So yeah, I know yes, that yeah, that's exactly what's happening here. So they have a big crown. She, they have a big crown thing on them. Yeah, yeah she okay. like latched on to one at one point when all the realities were crashing around. And basically uh-huh. used its power to Saturnine and used its power to fall through reality and land in, on an, another realm called Blysphere, which we've seen in Excalibur 4. It's where like all the broken and misfit toys basically go. It's like a weird a dimension where like 
nobody knows what to do there. That's really funny because in Hickman's storyline for Avengers and Secret Wars, like that was a big plot point of like, there's the Beyonders, there's the Map Makers, there's mm-hmm. the Oblivion King who end up just being Doctor Doom. <laughs> like it was a whole thing of Doom always wins, and like yeah. he, they didn't even know they were fighting him in the first place, and like Doctor Strange ended up being technically Doctor Strange is actually all the Map Makers, if I remember correctly. Okay. Because he was serving Doom in an alternate reality. It's the whole thing. Man. But yeah, it's just funny how it links back to a classic Hickman storyline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, which is cool. Which shows yeah. that Teeny Howard is, you know, like paying, you know, paying off storylines too. Um, so they tell the story basically how Saturnine has left this powerful thing on Blysphere, and uh we can't let Merlin get it because uh it's gonna allow him to control all of reality. While at the same time, back in Earth, <laughs> um, the do you recall when you know how Excalibur had like a tap the lighthouse they they lived yeah. in? Um, a while back, Richter had basically made its own sovereign island because the yeah, UK had UK. pulled out of the treaty and shit. So currently, some weird magic shit is happening there because of all the weird bad magic shit happening in other worlds so like england is getting real like testy like what's happening right off our shore they don't like mutants xavier and emma and rachel are hanging out at the tower like emma and xavier like if betsy don't get here soon man we're gonna have to like we gotta do we got real diplomatic problem on our hands right now like this is we gotta shut this shit down where is she and like rachel is just like betsy's my girl like if there's not a a Rachel and Betsy love story soon. I'm going to be mad because Rachel, <laughs> like they seem like they have a romance already. So they're basically like, if they don't get here in five seconds, we can't save Excalibur. And then in the middle of a story where they're like, Oh, Mer- Merlin's getting ready to come here. We got to figure out what we're doing. Betsy and Excalibur just take a Krakoan gate back to Excalibur tower. And, they're like, hey man, well, sorry we're late. What's going on? I got I got some bad shit happening back in the other world. Uh, I gotta take care of that. Then I'll come take care of this. Everybody just chill. Just get off Betsy's back for a minute, you know? Like just fucking let me do this. And Rachel's like, I believe in you, baby. I love you all the time. And like literally, like gives her like a kiss on the cheek and is like, You got this. I've always like, you're the baddest bitch of them all. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I don't I don't remember when Rachel and Betsy fell in love, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll good, take it. Good on him, man. I love it. And so then we just cut back to Otherworld out of nowhere. Like this story is so fucking jarring. Just constantly is what I'm trying to get at. Like there is yeah. no transitions to anything. I'm not <laughs> telling this story badly is what I'm trying to say. Like it, it is just boom here. And then we're here and then we're here. And there is barely a thread between it. <laughs> and so we maybe like back. someone didn't know they'd end the book at that issue and kind of yeah, kind of like an X Factor, kind of like an X Factor thing, trying to yeah. wrap it all up real quick. And so we cut back to Otherworld. Betsy's somehow back there already with Saturnine and Excalibur. They're getting ready to fight the hordes of of King Arthur's troops that are coming to attack Avalon. Richter and Shatterstar have their love moment where they're like, "We're going to go into battle together. I love you. I love you too." Everybody comes crashing together having this big fight scene and then 
Betsy and, and King Arthur come face to face and he's like, I'm not here to duel you. She's like, bitch, I don't want to duel you. I'm a fucking mutant. I can just kick your ass whenever I want. And at the same time this is happening, she's telepathically calling out to the cap the Captain Britain Corps to get all of her clones over there too. They're fighting in the middle of these siege. Then Merlin, the bad guy who runs uh the that coven and the what's Morgan Le Fay and some other mm-hmm. lady all combine their magic powers sure. and they and they blow up Excalibur Tower and and the gate basically to Otherworld. And that I guess rips Excalibur and only Excalibur back into our world because now they're back. Gambit sees that everything is blown up, but again, it's magic blown up because it's all coming down in like pink petals and shit. Okay. And so um Gambit's like, my cats, my cats, where's my cats? Oh my god, my cats, what the fuck? <laughs> the cats are fine. Don't worry about the cats. Yes. Uh Jean Grey, the dog has appeared, worried about the cats. Don't worry. Genie, I miss you. <laughs> but don't worry, they're coming down in this pinkish purple color because Betsy was prepared for this and like had stuck the Citadel sword, which is made of all the Citadel's magic, into the fabric sure. of, re- of reality <laughs> and is holding it all together and then basically holds it up like He-Man and it says the Captain Core will continue fighting and then like Rachel's like, baby, don't leave me. She's like, I gotta go back and finish this fight and then just single-handedly somehow pulls herself back to reality back into other world the story ends and then splash page a world of magic and adventure awaits unless you're a mutant knights of x april so this story basically just is the like wrapping up so that whatever knights of x is it's some kind of betsy in in other world story i think (laughs) But they're also stuck there probably for now. Yeah. And I it, and I can't tell who she that there's like a little bit of artwork to go with it. And it's clear that it's Betsy and the sword, but I'm not quite sure who the other characters are. Yeah. Or I even know. if we know them yet, really, you know. One yeah. looks like Gambit, but I don't know how he would be there. I don't know. We'll find a way. I don't know. Where there's a will, there's a way. And that's it. That's right. Excalibur. And it's how done. Um three because i still love the art in this book yeah and like though the story was jarring i do kind of like the setup to what is happening you know what i mean mm. also they're just sloppy how to get there yeah and also if it might be giving us a rachel and betsy love story which is that's pretty cool that's pretty cool now since the series is over what would you rate well how many x's do you give the entire series oh that's so hard because it was all over the place man yeah like because it like started stories and then it became like the central plot to that X of Swords thing. So it had to like divert. I would say after X of Swords, I would give it four X's and mm-hmm. before and up and through X of Swords, probably two, honestly. All right. That's fair. Um, all right, guys. Well, that was this episode. Uh, Josh, where can they find you? You can find me on KrakoaRadio.com or you can go on Twitter and you can find me at xbrarian it's well it's librarian with an x wow so clever and what about you also if you guys want to hear us talk about other books we're going to be covering zero year on our batman podcast good morning gotham 
that's curious true about that and yeah. you can find me Thank on you. twitter at madman3005 that's it oh also if you guys like figure photography and pro wrestling go on instagram and look up aew underscore toy box where i post a lot of wrestling figure photography oh i didn't realize that. you were doing that this is news to me too i'm gonna go follow i didn't send it to you no oh my bad yeah i'll send it to you right now yeah send me that shit man that's pretty dope you're yep. breaking stories all over the place man fucking boom, boom, boom. tom bro call over here <laughs> well until next time i'm not doing that ever again uh <laughs> Please don't. Please don't ever do that again. We will see you next time.